Hello, hello, welcome back. It's your conductor here again, here to greet you as we keep going along on this magical dungeon train, listening to so many stories. Speaking of so many stories, how about we just slow down a little bit? It's getting so crazy, story after story after story. No, let's just focus on one right now. And that one that I'm talking about is about our D&D group who's lost in another world. Yes, I'm talking about the Lost Campaign. Last time on the Lost Campaign, we saw our party going through the fantastic Opal Hill during one of their special lantern festivals, and instead of appreciating the sights, they ended up trying to look for money and also, I guess, their friend? They found a druid named Belmont who was willing to help them on their story. Now, I would say, you should probably pay attention to Belmont. He comes back later. Uh, Yeah, he's he's a fun character. I enjoy him. He's great. Uh, But also, they ended up finding a job along the way. While Belmont was slaving away, using all of his magic to try to find their friend, they were trying to fight a man who sneezes on people. Yes, this is the story of Roaring Thunder and the great fight with the part. Yeah, you're going to enjoy it. And it destroyed my voice while I did it. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. We start going down into this valley of greenery with a couple cities in the distance. You see a kind of destructed city where... The Renaissance Festival took place. There's destruction on the outside, and it looks like it was just plucked out of another universe and just dropped right there on the spot. There's a couple roads leading towards a vibrant and flourishing city, and there's a lot of lanterns flying into the air. It's nighttime right now, and we hear music. We see people dancing in the, in the center square. There's people celebrating all over. This is the city of Opal Hill. Now, as we start getting closer to the city of Opal Hill, we start to see a couple sights. We see people pickpocketing from others within the alleyways. We see people lighting the lanterns and sending them off into the sky. We see wizards hiding in the shadows, looking at some of their scrolls, maybe selling them to another passerby. And then we see someone running. Very fast, actually. And they don't seem to be wearing too much. Hey, man, I'm gonna squeak on him! I'm gonna squeak on him, man! You can't get me! And you see them running past this group of kids and it seems like they realize who this is hey that's the guy wait like the guy from the billboard yeah what's what uh, uh get him th- thought we run. were looking for a sneezer that guy kind of sounded like he was squeaking 
<laughs> I, okay, I just want to jump in. I know my character's not here right now, but I did not like where that was going at all. You were like, he runs past a bunch of kids and says, I'm going to squeak them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think me and Dill kind of locked eyes for a second. It's, <laughs> it's, it's ironic because he's running towards an old lady that's crossing the street. Oh, that's not much better. Get him! I'm going to sneeze on you! <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, he's gonna speak, squeak and gosh, I don't know if he's gonna make it to the person. He sounds like he's dying. <laughs> sounds like he's dying. Dude, can he breathe? I don't know. Maybe okay, he so needs to sneeze. To do? We don't need to have... stop him for his own yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah, maybe he okay, needs to sneeze. He needs to sneeze. <laughs> to clear his airways, please. Wait, so what do I do? We don't have any weapons Just or anything. Just a rolling thunder, sir! I run, I run towards, I run towards him. You guys right. hear a voice in the distance. The humanity! <laughs> I'm gonna sneeze on him and you can't do nothing! I'm running. Alright, so you see rolling thunder, this very bald, very hairless, naked man who's kind of slipping. Oh, he's naked. He's naked. <laughs> well, I do not he's, say he's that. He's got a loincloth on. <laughs> I do oh, okay. not think we established he that he was wearing naked. Much. Okay, he's, but, he's got naked. like a loincloth Yeah, on. but he's running so fast that it's just, you know, flying yeah, he's, in the wind. Yeah, I mean, he's decent. He's, he is fine for the public. He's oh, he's I was going to say sneezing and The loincloth moves in such a way to always cover. Yes, exactly, exactly. But not his nose. And he's just slipping in and out of people. He's going straight oh, for this oh, old lady. Oh, war, verbiage. He's almost like seven feet tall. Yeah, okay, reword. Oh, he's tall. He's reword that. Oh, man. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> slipping like, like between people. He's naked just, and okay, he's slippery. He's okay. In between, in he's going in and out of crowds. Okay. He's, he's, he's seven feet tall. He's naked and he's so slippery. And he's he slipping just, like, in and out of people. people. He's up from all and he's going to sneeze on this old lady. Reese his way past these people. Well, and now you guys like know that uh, this is <laughs> this is in fact uh, Rolling Thunder, and uh, he was actually on the mission sheet. I'm running. I'm guys, after him. All right, let's roll for initiative, you guys, gang. Come you guys on. take chase, and you start running towards yeah, wait, Rolling wait, Thunder. Wait, 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 wait. I what? think I think this is the time where we where we roll initiative. I think. Or maybe do we have? We can also like we run out. I can just like go chase him. Wait, yeah, so I we, was making a joke. So we don't. We him. don't roll. I thought this was D and D. Why are we talking about really D right now? Uh, dude, he's gonna we just squeak. like had magic explained to us and everything. Let's what? just go get it. Okay, go get it. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh my goodness! Why <laughs> we took too long? No. Tackle him! Tackle him! I think I'm coming on with I tackle him! I tackle Rolling Thunder! Jake also tackles Rolling Thunder. You guys start running up to Rolling Thunder. It's chaos in the streets right now. People are freaking out. They don't know how to stop Rolling Thunder. He's too slippery! But you get... (laughs) (laughs) You get get over to him, and I would like you guys to roll initiative. Uh, Oh, wait, there there it is. Dice. Uh, All right, I, nice. I, I think I think we roll in, I think we roll initiative right now. The entire crowd doesn't want to touch this guy anymore. Like he is he is making them very uncomfortable and they're very scared. So you have Rolling Thunder and the old lady in the center of this circle made by the crowd of people. Lawson, what would you like yes. to do? Oh, Lawson looks really cool. Like <laughs> yeah, he does. like really cool. Like like red hair, cool hair, natural like, red hair. Yeah, if you blowing it. back in the breeze, yeah. probably. And uh, aviators, a leather jacket. Lawson would like to to walk up to the to the to the sneezer and try to plug his nose. <laughs> Roll for it, please. No! Oh no! no! That's a one. Okay. 
That's a natural one. So you go over to plug his nose, and you're you just slip right off of his face. He is actually very slippery right now. What is on you? It's kind of like he's covered in like hand sanitizer. Probably a layer of like snot. snot. Yeah. 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 Probably so much. Okay. Uh, Am I all like lubed up now? (laughs) Hey, don't touch me, man! I'm gonna sneeze again! Jake, in that instant, uh, runs up and uh, just kind of like pats him on the chest. You know, he like runs up to him, he's like all prepared, and he realizes he has no idea what he's gonna do and just kind of like pushes him a little bit, like backwards. <laughs> you just kind of push him. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't, he, he can't think of anything else to do, and he's paralyzed when he gets up there and sees this seven foot tall, greasy man. That's a 14. Okay, you hit. So, you go ahead and push on his very squishy or like you kind of go into a layer of clear like substance that's on him it's very it like goes in kind of like a slime and you push him over and he starts to fall back and he goes and it's straight up into the air so he misses the lady you saved (laughs) he misses the whole crowd you saved a couple years of her life right now (laughs) One sneeze is five years. <laughs> Make that one lure. to one. Make that hey, man, it's so rude. So is sneezing on people, She'll man. Live. And he gets up. He starts sliding around, and he starts getting back up. And he's like, "All right, your turn." Okay. okay. Does he does he run or does he like skate on the slime on his feet? So he starts to like pat his feet onto the ground. You just hear flap, 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 like these little oh. splats. And then he like <laughs> risky business slides like Tom Cruise towards you. And he looks majestic. And he just <laughs> falls into you. Onto you are, Jake? Yeah, onto he me. falls right into you and oh, he slides right past. <laughs> oh, tough roll. You for see him just thunder. slide past you and he's heading towards Mason. Ah! Why do you Mason? like him? What? All right. Well, Mason doesn't have any uh, chance to react Mason's because Connor's going. Uh, <laughs> Connor's not sure what to do, and um, he looked around. All he has is this uh, fluff ball in his hand. So uh, in a bit of a moment, uh, he uh, actually like crouches down and like fake ties his shoe and uh, look. Goes to look around and looks up in time to just see the see uh, Rolling Thunder just sliding straight towards Mason and doesn't really have time to react. Yeah. And he's heading towards you, Mason. How fast is he going uh, here? Uh, he's going. He's if going he's, like his full movement. If he's speed. sliding, okay. I mean that might even be more than full he is movement. Right. Sliding so fast. you know the joke where like someone bends over and pushes them over the other person. Tabletop. Yeah, table, table topping. Top. Yep. Uh, I'm basically gonna do that, but he's gonna slide right into me and I'm gonna topple him. Okay. So, are you the table? I'm the table. Okay. I'm a roll. So he's tabletop. Oh, himself. dang it. That was a four. Well, you don't need to really. Well, I okay. mean, I mean. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't roll yet. Uh, Mason, why are you still rolling I mean, dice? I, so. I, didn't, I didn't roll. <laughs> Mason's actually rolling dice. He's like on the ground rolling. <laughs> well, you actually notice that Rolling Thunder is a very. Mason's actually uh, playing D&D. <laughs> he's a very dexterous guy. So he starts flying towards you, Whoa! and then he does a cartwheel style thing where he puts his arm over you and cleanly rolls like a full cartwheel in less than a second over top of you, uh, and he continues to slide no. towards the crowd. My God, he's Someone unstoppable. Stop Someone stop him. <laughs> he's too strong. The crowd. Whoa! 
Ow! The crowd! I see an old man in the back! <laughs> <laughs> You're dead! Old I man! Mean, I mean, no. you live! Connor, get him! Uh, uh, okay. And um, Lawson's gonna, like, act like he's not paying attention and, like, put a foot out. It was the one thing that could have saved you because he has such a high dex, he just now won. <gasps> you put out your foot, and because you did it so nonchalantly, the universe didn't even know to protect this guy. <laughs> His plot armor is all gone. The universe actually record the plot armor, and he starts sliding towards you, and you put out your foot, and as he's nimbly sliding, kind of like a figure skater, kind of like on oh, one foot and he's kind of gross. going back and forth. You hit his leg that touches the ground and he falls flat on his face and his sliding stops to a halt. <laughs> nice fall. <laughs> oh, oh, my snorts! <laughs> you see Rolling Thunder's face is just covered in blood. You, he really smashed his nose right there. Uh, who knows if he'll sneeze again. <laughs> <laughs> Jake is going to go ahead and in his moment of inspiration, close his eyes, concentrate his magic, his uh, scrying potential and see if he can see the world from Rolling Thunder's bloody, slimy, snotty point of view on the ground. <laughs> Roll a d20. That's a one. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, there's so many, so many of them! You're feeling like you're, you've used this power a couple times, and it's felt easy to do, but it was easy to do in the moment. You actually are not wanting this like you were just kind of trying to do this just to just to test waters and it doesn't work it seems like to get this to actually work you need to want it in your soul okay i'm just thankful i didn't like get a nosebleed or something <laughs> no so it, nothing happens at all you, you just like get a runny nose towards him um <gasps> i mean i'll i'll walk over towards him and just kind of check him out but i, I don't want to touch this guy again because my hand is like assumably still covered in slime. So Rolling Thunder, as it comes to his turn, he tries to get back up. Let me just roll for it, just to even see. Okay. So he tries to get back up and he just slides back. Like he can't, he's so slippery now that he can't get back up on his feet. His momentum was halted to a stop and he's just, he's just kind of sliding there. They does, don't know what's going on here. Does this mean he's been standing up his entire life? He's never been prone ever. You don't know when he got greased. Oh God. <laughs> the the, the incident. You don't, you don't know his life. The greasing oh, incident. No. You don't know his life. He's kind of just stuck there and he just can't do anything on his turn. And he just starts crying. <laughs> Wait, wait, Mason. Mason, go hold him down. We'll get the guards. Hold, hold him. No. Yeah, you go hold him uh, down. You're slimed already. I don't want to touch him again. I, you go I'll do, go it. do it. I'll go do it. Um, I, I'm going to go hold down his arm. So you go over and hold his arm. Go ahead and roll for a strength. Net 20. The natty 20. The game said screw rolling thunder. We're going to go ahead and get past this. <laughs> <laughs> you reach through the slime with your grip and you put him down and he cannot move anymore. His his struggles have come to a halt. Oh wow, they these muscles actually don't do much for him. Really? Oh, They're almost glamour muscles. To this week. <laughs> I was too pissed. I was too busy sneezing. Connor Connor doesn't even like do like any like good like martial arts thing or anything. Like he literally just goes over like and just sits down and like just 
presses his arms down onto uh, Rolling Thunder's arm, and it's just like, how is this working? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, it's like you got a nat 20 on grapple. (laughs) Oh, crap, it is kind of like that. I'll try that, too. I I need better friends. Just not warned. Wow. You're so lucky. <laughs> You're actually what so going lucky. On? If you get a meta, the DM's going to punish you. What do you mean meta? We are in a meta world. The whole idea is to meta. You're like, You're like yes. eight dimensional wall breaking right here. Whoa, that's like 16 walls. That's a lot of walls. He's non meta. It's not even meta counting the, the ceiling. Okay, dude. Well, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to run. I'm going to run and go get the guards. All right, so you still yeah, actually oh, it's really not idea. it's really not hard to find the guards because they are already on their way from all of this screaming and commotion, and uh, they they start running up. What's happening? Guard, here? Guards, uh, the the sneezer. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ro- Rolling Thunder. We got him, bounty. Give us money. And you see his jaw drop and his eyes widen. You caught Rolling Thunder. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty easy. We just kind of tripped him. It was really easy. This guy's been on a rampage for the last week. What is happening? <laughs> How did you get him? He's escaped every single guard. We just kind of what do you say? Tri- tripped him. He couldn't get up after that. You just tripped. Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> <laughs> it's so obvious. If he was on the ground, he wouldn't be able to get up. Oh, he he had an addiction to using the grease spell on himself, and he used it until he became so powerful he couldn't be stopped. <laughs> Guys, do any of us still have a water bottle from before? Um, uh, I do. I have a lighter. Okay, let's get some grease in, in that bottle. Come on. Scrape as much as you can off of this guy. Honest, oh, but it's my mom's water bottle. To be honest, that might work, though. I might need some of it for later. Okay, Connor. You guys want the grease from this guy? Yeah, I want to scrape it off and put it in a bottle. I'm going to have to uh, bully Connor into it, though, I think. Uh, we can make a stir fry. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't though I know I'm not I'm the little meta bird flying around watching you go guys go ahead and get your grease Fine. we're gonna go ahead and take this guy in Connor how badly are you attached to this water bottle uh, fine. Just do, do it yourself, please. I don't want to do it. All right, I'll clean it out afterwards. Can so somebody Jake's else grab him, please? Uh, don't you don't need to grab him. Uh, we got this handled. Charles, so, come on. Thank you. So Jake's gonna go ahead and take. Connor's mom's water bottle <laughs> and use his already greasy hand to like load that thing up with a whole bunch of grease here. It's thick and it is greasy. Like it's not going wherever you want it to go. It's kind of just going around your hand. But you get a couple, you get a couple Wait, scoops in there. Did I ever get my water bottle back? Because that's what we used to, to get to the gate. Yeah, he lets you keep it. Okay, cool. Mm. We're going to find out later that that's not the case. <laughs> yeah. Recon, recon, recon. You have two water bottles. <laughs> ah, <there we> go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he... He's so hydrated. <laughs> the my, guard... my mom really wants me to be hydrated. <laughs> the guard starts to step over. He's like, thank you guys for your service. Uh, here's a ticket for you. Uh, you can go take that to the guild hall and get your payment. Mm. You guys uh, okay. saved a lot of people. So many was lost. Wow. To rolling thunder. Really? Sneezing? Do you have a kill count? His catchphrase was, they'll live, and it was not the case. The next day, they would, they would die of disease. Oh, wow, I guess the retirement the, home really I, had it rough this he week. Sneezed, huh? He sneezed on that old lady over there. Does she have any chance? The clerics will try all they can, but no medicine has worked yet. Oh, no. Whatever power rolling thunder has is enough to stop the city to a halt. Oh, no. Some real well, dark I, magic, huh? 
actually feel like we did something good. Yeah. Uh, Charles lifts up Rolling Thunder's head, and he sees the blood all over his nose. He's like, wait, you guys broke his nose? Yeah. I think that was that was Lawson, wasn't it? Yeah. And he looks oh, over it was to indirect. the other guard. It was an indirect. He looks break. over. To the other that, that was pretty cool, Lawson. Thank you. He looks over to the other guard, James. <laughs> you know what this means? We're we're free. We're free. <laughs> okay. I can't believe it, Charles. <laughs> Let's go celebrate. <laughs> and they take they slide Wait. him onto his back, and they start walking off. So guys, I I guess uh I guess we take this ticket to the guild. Okay, hold on. But before oh, we do I just that... had a weird sense of deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Before Wait. we take it, before we take it. <laughs> so like the second we accepted the bounty from before, that guy just showed up. If yeah. it's like D and D rules, if we go accept another one, you think the next guy is just gonna show up or Honestly. Honestly, I don't know. That's usually how that's usually how Finn did it. <laughs> Who are the other bounties? Did any of them seem dangerous? The unpisser. Oh gosh, the unpisser. That sounds so dangerous. (laughs) Maybe we should go turn in the ticket, but I kind of want to experiment here. I don't know how I feel about unpissing. Oh, you know, like I feel like we'd be doing a bad thing if we got the unpisser off the streets. He also kidnaps people. Oh right, yeah, that's not good. One that's of, a good point. One of well, the people on the streets starts walking over, and because you guys are talking pretty loud in the middle of the street, you guys talking about unpissing pants. <laughs> Why? You know a guy? I was wondering if you knew a guy. I might. Who's asking? Me. I got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I look down. I look down. Oh, no. We all just kind of look down. How do you feel about kidnapping? That's pretty bad. Okay, let's go take the ticket. Let's do this. Hey, you, what's your name? What's your name? Wait, no, you what's can't, your name? You can't just be like, how do you feel about kidnapping? And no one responds to that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty what's bad. What's your name, sir? Stanwell. <laughs> All right, Mr. Stanwell. How's about you and me go to the down? bounty board? Is that Writing it down? Okay. Is that no st- wonder you can't remember the character's name. Okay, 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 okay. Is that Stan Lul or Stan Lau? You're asking Stan Lil. I thought it was Stanl. Yeah, that was Stanl. Stan Stan Lul. I thought said, it was Stan Lul. I said that I said my, my name is Stan Lul. <laughs> I, I can't understand what he's saying. No, no, for real. This is why our DM can't remember names. Because he just makes the most ridiculous names. Stan Lul. All right, Stan. Well, how's about you and me go talk to our contact? Come with me to How the bounty. How do you spell board. that? Our contact. Wait, <laughs> are we gonna get my un- my pants unpissed? Yeah, yeah. You, using me go to the bounty board, and Jake's gonna like just kind of drag him right now. with his still kind of greasy hand. He's gonna gr- drag him with the greasy hand and bring him towards the don't, bounty please board. Please don't touch me. I don't need an ungreaser. I have enough problems. <laughs> no, this is my greasy hand. This is the hand that's still greasy because I, I touched I think Rolling he Thunder. Doesn't with it. want grease. He doesn't. I, I don't want grease. Oh. I, I have enough problems. I don't want an ungreaser. Okay, well, come on, come on, come on. I'm going to grab the bounty for the uh, the unpiss wizard, the unpisser. Uh, a kid was running up. He was like, oh, I was going to take that one. <sighs> Sorry about your luck, oh, Jack. Jack. No worries. I'll get. I'll, I'll just go find another one. And he just starts running, running away. Okay, well, I'm going to give Stan Lull the ticket, and I'm very disappointed that nothing's happened. I'm um, g- kind of glad you grabbed that before a kid could go after a kidnapper. I guess that kid also had the same problem. 
I feel for him. <laughs> is that like a common thing in this town or something? Maybe, maybe we should cut that one. <laughs> two people that has this problem, and I guess you're one of them, so I guess, sure. You, you guess call. I'm one of them? All right, can we go turn in our ticket? Wait a I'm... second. And he, he he picks up the bounty from your hands. And it's, it, it, was it in your grease hand? Yeah, it was in my grease hand. <laughs> really easy for me to take. <laughs> and he looks at it. Wait a second. Did you not know who you were going after? We wanted to help you find the unpissing wizard, Mr. Stanlow. No, you're trying to find the man who kidnapped the unpissing wizard. Yes, and then defeat him in... And he was a myth. No one knows if he's actually around. Who, the unpisser or the, the man who kidnapped Funny him? Funny Bones. No. Funny Bones is a well-known guy. He's in part of our group. <laughs> he's a well-established kidnapper. He's, he, he's, he's in one of our weekly meetings for problems that we have. Oh, is he part of your weekly kidnapping group meeting? Wait, he shows up there? kidnappers so why does nobody just capture him there yeah if he kidnapped a, an unpissing wizard why didn't you ask him at the last meeting why would you take this man's utopia from him if he finds this wizard and gets his pants unpissed i mean he is the one out of many i mean if he goes to meetings with you like you probably know him ask him if he can help you with the unpissing wizard we why were, is this our problem we were outsourcing for him and we couldn't really find <laughs> contract bottles 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 we're trying we're trying to find the wizard. What what meeting is this? Where do you see him weekly? The unpissing pants meeting. What do you mean? It doesn't sound like a very <laughs> successful meeting. <laughs> yeah, if your pants are still pissed after it's all really these not. years. It's really not. We're all very stressed and angry. <laughs> this is this a big? Ever. Is this a big problem in Opal Hill? Like it's not a big problem. There's only five <laughs> there's people a, that show up. There's enough uh, that you I have a meeting, kid, and we just ran into a kid on the street. That kid might show up next week. Who knows? Oh God. What, what's the turnover like in this group? Do you have new people every week? Can yeah. you not just bathe? Can you just wash your pants and bathe? Can you, Do you wear this? You piss in the in the bathroom and give up on our dignity. <laughs> What, is, what do you mean? What you dignity your, do you have if you're walking around in pissed pants? You just piss your pants. If I refresh my pants, who am I? Who am I? A Someone clean who's man. clean. I can't be around you guys anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't be around the stench of you anymore, Mister Stanlow. By the way, dumb name. Well, well, that was, I think that, that was, was too not far, very that, nice, that, Mason. That, that, oh. Hey, that wasn't cold. Think about how I you would we feel if someone moment. said your name was dumb. <laughs> Stanlow starts to tear up. I didn't choose my name. <laughs> I didn't. You know, Stanlow, if you think about it. Hang on. Hang on. Crap. I started a monologue. <laughs> Crap. He's I didn't choose the pants I walk in. I didn't Whoa. choose the group I meet every week I didn't choose to be like this this is who I am and you sure own it and if that's just what you don't like if that's just not your style if you're like those bougie people up in Opal Hill and you don't like people who just want to unpiss their pants then who am I to say you're better than me or or you're better than me or or Funny Bones is better than any one of us because he took initiative. Jake is just going to walk found... away at this point. Slow yeah, walk, walk away. away. Because you're not going to find Funny Bones. He's doing what none of us had the power to do. He took initiative and he's going to get... And well, I have a question. Did you buy those pants pre-pissed and he just stares 
<laughs> you know? It's been so long in these pants that I forgot where I even came from, where I started. You know what? I think I, I have to find who I am before I can change who I am. And he just walks towards the front gates out of the city into the night. I feel like that's going to come back to bite us at some point. Uh, um, maybe we shouldn't be maybe we mean should to buy, every NPC we run into. Maybe we should buy a new pair of pants. So if I probably shouldn't call again, them NPCs we either. We, oh, we could that, give that was rude. new pants and maybe we can resolve that. Oh crap, we could have bought them new pants. And a shimmering gate opens up at the floor and then it rises up kind of like a rectangle. So you see a line at the floor that's kind of like a neon blue and then it rises up to become a rectangle, kind of like a doorway. You see Belmont walk through. Gentlemen, is it a bad time? No, uh, perfect timing, actually. No, I'm pretty awake. I'm not ready for bedtime. So we figured out where your friend is. We ended up using a locate object from one of your friend's items and we tracked his location not too far from here. Seriously? Yes. Who was what, where? Can, can we go now? Oh, he's talking about Axel. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> Axel did. Do you want your friend alive? I don't know Definitely. if I'd like call him my friend, but I mean, I guess. What? Then you could stay if you want. No, no, I'll, I'll come. And he opens come. up a circular portal, uh, sort of like a sparkle, a sparkler kind of circling around. Answer. Uh, so how does this work? Uh, Connor's just going to put a hand forward into it. It feels cold. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Um, I'm just going to step through it quickly. Maybe it's like a pool. <laughs> Lawson's right after him. All right. I walk through. Well, Jake sees Lawson doing it, and so he wants to be cool, too. And he One doesn't. after another, you are all voom, 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 like flying through this thing. And it's kind of like you just took one step and blink, you're in another place. And you see Belmont start. He's He hasn't stopped to look back at you guys. He has kept his pace, and he's starting to walk towards this cave entrance. Oh. Uh-huh. Never actually thought of what that would feel like. Uh-huh. We just teleported that that was cool oh was is it pretty like, awesome wait are we in the cave are we outside no you are outside of the cave okay. in a field you guys just teleported for the first time i would like all of you to roll <laughs> oh no nine three six eleven oh no okay jake you feel good cool yeah Uh, The rest of you, once you walk through, your knees kind of buckle and you start like falling a little bit and you feel that like vertigo sense. Like you just just looked down at like from a really tall building. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Okay. (laughs) As you guys are walking towards this cave entrance, you start to see Belmont turn into this muddied form. Like you see this like muds and twigs and dirt start to form around him and then it explodes and underneath all of this mud he turns into an owl bear and he roars and then goes ahead and swipes at the door busting it down uh to you guys it actually looked like just a rock like a big boulder but as he hits it a illusion uh breaks and you see a wooden door fly into a room uh. Are we? Huh. I guess we follow him. 
Are we gonna like? Are we gonna have, to, like, are we gonna have to fight? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, we're normal kids, man. I, I mean, we got like, these cool like gadgets that we got from that Ren fair. But all right, let's just go. He wild shapes back and he yells to you guys, "Are you coming to save your friend or what?" The nerves are kind of getting to all of you. It's it seems like the darkness of the forest and the walls and the caves around you is closing in. You're getting tunnel vision. It is starting to settle in the darkness of this place. It's sort of like a universal feeling of dread, death, and terror. As you get closer and closer, you start getting more adrenaline and your heart starts pumping even faster and faster because you guys are heading into the belly of the beast to find your friend. So in his fear, Jake is just kind of like clutching himself, clutching whatever he can. And in that moment in the fear, he clutches his DVD case of Paul Blart so tightly. And all of a sudden he feels a weight in that same hand. And what used to be a DVD case is suddenly a mall cop grade flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) And he's shocked and he's disoriented because he was holding this precious item to him when all of a sudden he's holding... A, a tool, a big metal flashlight, and he's just kind of stunned for a second. He stops walking. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. You have a big old like night at the museum flashlight. You guys are starting to walk towards this this broken out, broken down door, and uh, Belmont is just waiting for you guys there, waiting for you guys to group up from the debris, from the smoke. You see. A figure, a shadow walking through. And your hearts start beating faster and faster and faster, and things start to close in even more on that shadow. Uh, guys, we have company. Jake uh, turns on the flashlight. You turn it on, and uh, it goes straight through the smoke, and you see a familiar face uh, Axel's face. You guys see Axel. He just looks completely pale, and he's sweaty and tired. He just goes, Guys, and they <gasps> pass, and then he passes out. I run up oh. to him. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a group of people starts to come out. So you see two humans that are wearing, like dripping wet. Uh, they look malnourished. Their their clothes are ripped. Some of them actually have no like shirt or like their pants are like kind of like half singed. Uh, you see their skin clinging to their ribs, kind of like shrink wrapping their entire body, and it doesn't look good. And one of them is fully passed out, uh, just limp, being held by the other two humans uh, as they drop him to the ground and they start working on this other human. And Axel, completely pale all of the color drained from his skin and he's starting to look a little frail as well is just on the ground unconscious axel axel no and uh he's gonna try and concentrate so hard he doesn't really know what he's doing he just is trying to concentrate on trying to help his friend so he's gonna try and concentrate on healing him he's gonna try and reach into his mind and try and find any healing thing he can do you reach deep down and you see this glowing green aura come from your hands as you touch his chest. What is this? And to Axel inside, you are 
in a dreamlike state. You're reliving the last moments that you just witnessed. You feel like cool mint, f- fresh air in your mouth. I, I assume that he would have a reflex. And he just like <clears throat> starts to cough up this like green liquid. Uh, hey Belmont, can we help the rest? All right, we're gonna have to take them to clerics. I have no power here. Okay, so you you guys are gonna have to hold them. We're gonna be teleporting you guys out. And he walks over to Axel, friend, and he reaches out his hand. Axel's like just in a daze and he can't even like comprehend that so he just doesn't move okay not yet and he looks over to the humans where is the wizard and one of them is he disappeared I I don't know one of our one of our others Um, disappeared with him okay so one of your others took the wizard if it's a spell of banishment they might be back soon and then he's like I have to make sure this guy is gone and all of his work is destroyed. Please just hold out here. If anything happens, yell. And you guys are left here. Axel like leans up against a wall, just heaving. (sighs) Axel. He's like just staring off into this random spot in the ceiling. Axel, what happened? Uh, Maybe we should just give him some time. Um, Do you cast your first spell, Mason? I don't know what I did. I didn't. I wasn't trying to cast anything. I just was trying to help him. Trying to help who? Sorry, Jake. During this whole experience, had just like effectively zoned out. He turned on his flashlight and just started thinking about like maybe some McDonald's, maybe just like how much he resents his mom. You know, just a lot of really angsty thoughts. And he finally checks back in. He says, "Sorry, what's going on?" Oh, Axel. Hey, bud. And Jake's gonna walk over and just kind of like him a gentle like pat with the back of his hand you do that and he immediately just like throws your hand off of him whoa 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 jake i think that we should probably leave him alone Um, yeah you guys have like never seen axel this way before crap what what can we do for him what can we do for him uh, i don't know we got some grease we do have grease (laughs) i don't think he wants grease um maybe we try to carry him out of here look start wheeling him away in the cave you start hearing um like slight rustling and explosions oh my gosh Ooh. just casually i'm kind of thinking uh, maybe we get out of here where we just teleported well here. Bom- belmont said to stay didn't he uh, i wasn't listening did he say to stay? belmont was here yeah oh my gosh who's belmont he kind of like for the first time he like, looks at you guys he like very shakily um, just, he helped us we were in a city we were trying to find help uh lawson you're you're good with people uh what do you think? We probably... <laughs> Axel looks at Lawson very like awkwardly. I guess we should probably stay because he can probably just teleport back here. Yeah, but what I happens? Assume. What happens if that wizard comes out here? Well, then we can cast little spells at him, and I got an axe. I don't know how I did that. I don't know how to cast magic. I. You gotta. You gotta will it. Will it? Who's will? All right, right. Um, Belmont talked about this. Um, oh. <laughs> magic works weird here. It's, heard, it's about uh, the will, but... I heard him talk about it, but I didn't... We do have to be careful with that, though. Isn't there only a limit to how much oh, we can cast? yeah, wait. How do you check that limit? How do you know? Just close your eyes, man. Close your... Uh, Mason closes his eyes. You close your eyes, and you see nothing. I, I don't... 
I don't see anything. What, am I supposed to see something? I, well, I mean, you're closing your eyes, so you probably don't see anything. But it's like, small, I don't know. It's like this thing in your vision. You know? Is that a dot? Actually, you're going to have to speak up, man. I, I mean, like. I don't, I don't see anything. So what does that mean? I just, I obviously cast something. There's another explosion in the cave. You start so. hearing a shuffle. And you see Belmont. <sighs> As soon as the shuffle starts, Axel like grabs his batons and is like pushing his like way out, like off the wall onto the ground. And you see <gasps> shadows coming from the cave, and you see Belmont holding two figures, and he he's has them on his shoulders. He walks out of the cave, drops them down, and then turns back into the cave. And then you see him throw this yellow liquid all over the ground from a, from his hands, and. Then he lights a little match from his pocket and he flicks it in and it explodes the entire room. Couldn't save the others, but I have these two. Are you guys okay? Uh, Axel looks a bit worse for wear. Axel's like on the ground at this point, like with one baton like raised and then he just like lowers it. Nothing I can... Do right now. He is purely in shock. Um, he was not harmed in there. Hold on, I think yeah, I have a question too. Yeah, I, I think I have an idea. Um, Connor's going to walk up to Axel and uh, is not going to touch him. Just going to try and uh, stand in front of him, see if he can get his attention, um, and just say, um, "Hey, I know that was a lot." I actually I don't even know I I'm sure you just went through a whole lot but um maybe this can help uh, get your mind off of things for a second help you just refocus and um Connor's going to hand you the um fuzzball he's been carrying around and it's just <laughs> it's just this white fluffy ball that even Connor isn't sure what exactly it is, but it feels like fur. And as you start to hand it off to him, Axel kind of like backs away. Like he kind of like leans back away from it at first, not sure what the heck it is. It, it's his hands what, are also holding his baton. What happens? It's harmless. What happens? It's just a fuzzy ball. Like you hold it out and Axel just, like just kind of takes his baton yep. and like kind of pushes it to the side. All right. Um, I think we guess a bit here. of time then. Let's go. Back to Opal Hill. He says over Hill. Opal Hill. I can walk again. And he, he like he like gets up with his batons and he's he's like, we gotta help the others. And he opens up one of the portals. And as this happens, our view of the entire scene begins to push out into the sky as you see the flaming light inside the cave and you're and your entire group, one by one, walking into that portal. It's getting further and further away. And as it's pushing out, it's you, you start to see other things around. You, you see in the distance a mountain that's upside down. There's waterfalls going upwards. You see a lake with a giant natural bridge leading across from it. And you see a desert in the distance with towns scattered across the land. And that's where the episode ends. 
That was a performance by Mason Brummer, Dylan Luce, Nathan Collum, Blake Thompson, and Alex White, with your conductor and producer, Max Brummer. A special thanks to our listeners for staying along the ride and enjoying Dungeon Train. Join in next time for part two of this episode, more of a prequel, per se, to see what happened to Axel in that very cave. Thank you, and have a fantastic day.